are at the net and welcome friends to another episode of the at the net podcast powered by Texmex productions working the soundboards in the back of the house are our producers d mac and david brain time to say hello to your hosts craig bell and aj shabria as they're about to take us through three sets of tents talking life and all the news as it seems correct ladies and gentlemen craig bell Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, and uh, welcome to the Athenet Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Chabria. Craig Bell, unfortunately, is with, is not with us at the moment. He's normally reading our mount, but I'm here at uh, Brook Hollow Golf Club in Dallas, Texas, with the illustrious Shauna Barish-Wilson. Uh, Shauna, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Ah, thank you, yeah, and uh, I want them to know, gosh, you're normally in Los Angeles, you run an academy called SBW. Yep. I, I uh, in my head, I think of when I see three letters like that. I think of the notorious Big or the notorious SBW. I'm the one and only. You're the, the one and only, and it's an academy, and it's what nine courts and a About lot of kids courts. play and adults too. Everybody, all ages. You're one of these smart ones who hooks the kids and the parents. Family, we run family tournaments. Beauty. Everybody. Come one, come all. We have nine courts, all out of private homes yeah. um, on the west side of L.A. Beautiful neighborhoods. 95% of the time, great weather. Yep, 75 yeah. and sunny. I love it. 360 <laughs> days a year. Uh, a little pre-show banter. I um, When we when I saw Sean, I was like, uh, gosh, you're so tan. You just came back from Australia. She's like, well, California too, man. You know, part, that's part of it. She's always looking, uh, you know, rosy and tan and all that. Hey, so SBW Academy. Um, you are here. Let's tell them a little bit. Tell the folks now. Yeah, um, so you're here for Miss Hits. Tell us about it. I came today to see Judy Murray. You um, flew in yesterday for a major event here. Yep, Miss Hits. Judy was in town yep. to do a Miss Hits workshop. Um, I don't know. I just think it's really important to keep girls in tennis. Yes. And I really like what Judy's doing. So I decided to come and get certified today in her Miss Hits program. Let me go negative here for just a quick moment, which is not normally what we do, but... Uh, why? I mean, I, I get it. Age 12 to 18, 70 something percent of kids are dropping out of the sport, and it may be 76 percent of, of girls are. Uh, is that the why, or, or um, there, are there some other reasons? Yeah, I think that um, Miss Hits is a really great lead in yep. into really playing the sport. Judy really knows how to hook the girls and to come with their friends and just have fun. It's not super competitive but it really hooks them into... It's not super competitive yet. I, yes, I, I've met yes. both her kids. Uh, they're pretty damn competitive. Yep. Yeah. I, but I think she, she has really the right idea. She's yeah. getting girls with balls and with rackets Excellent. and teaching them the basic skills without having them... There's no nets. They don't yeah. even use nets, so there's no failure. Right. Everything they're doing is all about succeeding and getting them excited to play tennis. Yeah, it's catchy. There's music. There's cartoon characters yep. there's a bit of you know geography alliteration poetry kind of stuff i think the characters are what bella backhand and faith forehand faith forehand That's and there's so the cute. dog um what is it 
Rogers the dog. I saw him. A brown. I, I, He's, I, uh, I forget. I don't, I don't the remember the name, but everybody loves the dog. People at home, t- tweet <laughs> us the name of the dog. Or, you know, Craig's not next to me. Usually, I'll just confide in you. He's our research department. Him and his iPad at the ready in his left hand. So, unfortunately, I'm not equipped right now. Sorry. Uh, you, unfortunately, got the less prepared co-host today. Uh, let's move. Judy Murray, yeah. Let's move into... Um, not just one of the reasons you're uh, you're here to get certified, but m- my hope is that some of these other ventures you've got. Tell us about Tennis Pal, Home Court, and partnering with some of these big names like uh, Pam Shriver, possibly Judy Murray. Yeah, so um, I'm part of an app called Tennis Pal. Mm-hmm. Um, we started, Pam Shriver and I, a couple years ago, started a journey on kind of like an Airbnb for private home tennis courts called Tennis Pal Home Court. Yeah. Um, basically, we recognize that most people that have courts at their homes never use them. So they just True. sit there empty. And, yeah. you know, I live in a neighborhood with lots of home courts, and I would drive by the courts every single day, and I just, I get so angry. Yeah. <laughs> I see the courts just sitting there, and I drive by multiple times a day, and I never see a person on any of them. And... Pam has a court at her house, and she goes, gosh, we hardly use my court. Like, And I, she is Pam Shriver. She's Pam Shriver. Yeah. yeah. She's in commentary and has been to the U.S. Open final. So she called. And won many slams and dubs. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, she hits with her kids maybe once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves having the court at her house. But she called me up, and she goes, you know, I think you're the perfect person to do this with me. You know, I run SBW Tennis Academy mm-hmm. all out of private homes mm-hmm. in L.A., and she goes, how do we do this? How do we get these courts? And how do we get people that aren't using their courts to let other people use their courts? And scale it in the way that VRBO, Airbnb have done it. Yep. So basically now we're launching um, at Indian Wells Mm -hmm. right around March, end of March. Um, And I feel like what we're doing is creating a lot of opportunity for coaches because one of the biggest problems in our industry is courts. Yeah, it's sort of like we were talking about how many girls drop the sport at 12. And granted, Judy is, is concentrating more on age 5 to 8. A lot of coaches are dropping out of the sport. I, I read somewhere that the average age of the tennis pro used to be 40. And when I was 48, it was 48. When I was 49, it's 49. And you know what it is now. It's 50. I mean, it's just it's, it's kind of progressing like that. I think that coaches aren't able to make the money that they truly deserve. You know, when working, they're at when they're facilities at like clubs. at a club, yeah. I think tennis directors make pretty decent salaries, oh, yeah. but after that, the guys that are out there working hour after hour mm. really aren't making the money that they deserve. So home court is allowing every coach, yeah. you know, that already has clients. You have to, I would say that you already have to be somewhat of an established coach for this to work for you. Meaning it's not a marketing tool, it's more of a a host site and an app that doesn't necessarily always grow your business, but you kind of have to have some uh, cred. I, I think so. I yeah. don't think you'd survive if you hadn't already had a little bit of cred. Mm-hmm. But you can come on a home court. You can't close to your house or close to a client's house. So everybody is it's convenient for everybody. You no longer have to go join an expensive country club. You can just play at your neighbor's house. And I think that for the coach, it's really allowing them to set their own rate, set their own hours. Our audience is, of course, tennis players, but a lot of coaches too. So we will list this in uh, in the link, but spell it for us, home courts. 
H O M E C O U R T. Is there a space or an underscore? Tennispal.com uh-huh. mm. forward slash homeowner. Homeowner. Because right now we're really concentrating on getting more homeowners yeah. to enlist their courts. On the coaches' side, I mean, look, we want as many coaches as possible right. to do this, and it's going to make their lives a lot easier. And they keep a much larger percent of their earnings rather than uh, what they would make at a public facility or, or a, uh, a club. Right. They can also set their own rate. Tennis Pal has nothing to do with the rate mm-hmm. that the coach wants to charge. So if the fee is $20, they should just raise their price $20 and build that in. And the client, student, family, um, they are paying through the app. The client is not. The client can still pay the coach however uh-huh. they want to pay the coach. Um, I don't have anything to do with that. I'm strictly connecting coaches to courts. With courts. That's the access. Access, access, access. So the client can find, or the coach will find a court close to the client. The coach will book it through the app. The homeowner will automatically get paid on the booking. Uh The homeowner can choose to donate the money to charity or to take direct deposit on the booking. And then the app will shoot the client an address where to show up and they'll just show up and they pay the pro however they want to pay the pro whether it's paypal venmo cash whatever whatever, it is i have nothing to do with that transaction so cool so good and there are other things you know tennis uh home court is a part of tennis pal what are some other things that are in tennis pal yeah so tennis pal has two sections tennis pal has the actual app tennis pal app Mm -hmm. and it has tennis pal coach so home court is part of tennis pal coach. coach right the other part of it of tennis pal coach is the video analysis part i love this part so any coach can go to tennis pal coach and uh-huh. sign up to be a coach once they're a tennis pal coach you can have people anywhere email you a video through the app right. send you a video have you analyze whatever they want you to analyze and on the tech side uh, I'm people at home probably know this I'm one of those dorks who spent a lot of money on cameras and dartfish and everything and, and I, I, I love video analysis uh, maybe not too much but I love comparing great strokes with good strokes and how to make the good great your app has the capability of diagramming and uh, sharing information voiceover voiceover is one of my faves so you can actually talk someone right through their stroke awesome um, while you draw on it and then you can do it in slow motion you can speed it up um, you can it, it basically does everything that you can imagine and later on they go whether it's a, a, a lesson or a practice or whatever, a ball machine sesh they they take video of themselves and they send it back to you as the coach like hey this is my progress what do you think or here's when I tried this I didn't love this but I love that right. they, they go back and forth they, they can also send the same video to a couple different coaches and get a couple different I love opinions. That. Yeah, or for a junior and player. And worldwide, really. Worldwide, yeah. yeah. You can also, for a junior player, you know, maybe you see one coach every day, one set of eyes, and your child is having, you know, an issue with something specific. Yeah. Get a second opinion. Send it out there. Awfully smart. Awfully smart. It makes, you know, I think that's uh, capitalizing on the... Uh, I don't want to say trend, but the idea of transparency and sharing information and using the platform, you know, for a lot of good. I think coaches, we need to make coaches' lives easier. Yeah. You know, with home court, it's let's give you, let's make you more money. Let's let you work the hours that you want to work. Like if you don't want to do a 
tiny tots program you don't have to do a tiny tots program yeah. if you want to you can if you only want to work with adults in the morning go do that right you know make the money that you deserve and right. you know then on the weekend you can sit on your couch and analyze people's <laughs> analyze, strokes yeah. and make a few dollars that way that's kind of cool that's uh, people love that actually yeah yeah that's good um tell us about some other some of your other projects that you're working on yeah, so, well, I have SBW Tennis Academy, right. Right. Um, which, like I said, is based on the west side of L.A. Yeah. Um, I actually just hired um, Alexander Stevenson. Um, Great player. Semis of Wimbledon, like, 10, 15 years ago. years old. Yeah, she was just a kid at the time. Yep, yeah. and she... She's in her 30s now, I'm guessing. She is in her yeah. late 30s late now. Late 30s, yeah. Yep, and she's actually coaching my own daughter. Is that right? Um, and she's doing an amazing job, and it's is just really Is she showing exciting. her that rock-solid serve and one-hander that Alexander had? I hope so. I hope so. Her serve was unbelievable. It was so good. The weight shift, the reaching up, this... this uh, uh, sorry, we're not on camera now, but the you know the the arm movement, pronating, the long axis rotation, great serve. She's brilliant. She's yeah. doing such a great job. And with she's got to be my height. She's like six feet tall, right? Six six feet or six one? Maybe more. Yeah. Yeah, but she yeah. is transitioned, you know, a little bit into. She wanted to kind of figure out what she was going to do next, and you know, she did some commentating last year That's for right. ESPN, and now she's doing some at the coaching. open. I yep. saw, her, yeah, I saw her in the panel kind yep. of stuff. Now she's um, doing some coaching, but I'm just really excited that she's working with my own daughter on private courts in private West LA. Courts, yep. Yeah. Well done. Good stuff, Shauna. You're a blast. Um, Shall we move into a little pop culture sure. fun segment? Folks at home, you know we do this um, because we don't want to be just dry tennis, dry tennis results. We want to bring some personality out of these people. And you don't really have to try with this girl that much. She's got, you know, we met where? On Arizona, a couple, on an airplane. On an airplane. I think we, we saw each other and said hi or something at the tennis congress. Yeah. But when we were flying back, uh, we sat I mean, one, row, to, that's right. one row in front of each other. And I don't think we needed uh, in-flight entertainment or Wi-Fi. We just... Team Lacoste. Team, we, we're all about the Team Lacoste. We wore the same uh, brand all weekend. All In, in fact, even right now. Uh, even your pants. Look at that. Team Lacoste. Yeah, I love it. Here, little... Shout out to Julie. Julie up in New York City. And one of our buddies uh, who was a... In fact, your name is Shauna. His name is Sean. Do you remember him? Sean Zamanik? Uh, Adidas head to toe. Yes, um, yes, maybe. He would pronounce it Adidas because he's Australian. Aussie Sean was a guest on our first of two Australian Open previews. Has just switched from Adidas to Lacoste. Nice. So another Sean Sean. Julie's spreading it around Julie right now. Julie is prolific we're right getting, now. We're getting the gator out in She's front of as good. many people as She's possible. She's good. We're all going to rock the croc at some point soon. Yeah. So uh, that's how we met. Uh, is really on the plane. And I think your hat and my shorts were the same or whatever it was. Bag. Yeah. I had the I do. In fact, I have a different vintage bag here, but um, yeah, it was a Lendl one. Let's get some pop culture. Uh, you played at such a good level and I'm going to place you as somebody who went to her first concert in the 90s, am I right? Early 90s. Early 90s. Early 90s. Let's talk music. What was your favorite? What was your first concert? MC Hammer. Hammer. At the Mid-State Fair in Paso Robles. Oh California. yeah, Mid-State Fair. Mid-State Fair, okay. MC Hammer. He came down from Oaktown to Paso Robles. Sure did. Yeah. Sure did. This is wine country, sort of near the water. It's not a big town. Nope, but they get some pretty good headliners they get, there. Yeah. 
They have some yeah. pretty. I don't know who else. They've had. They've had some pretty big names. I think Madonna went there one year. Okay, and this is a few years after some of the big hits like Too Legit to Quit. Hammer time. Right in it. Right, right in, in it. it. It was right in it. Right in it. <laughs> Look at you go. Big pants. <laughs> he had the big pants. He had the good hair. You could probably smell the Jerry the the products in his hair. Those were good times. The good. That was a great time in music, wasn't it? Yeah, but you have those uh, fried. Uh, what are those? The fried fair. Um, oh yes. Oh, we we do have that here in Texas. Waffles like, or whatever those um, things are. Funnel cake. Yeah, funnel cake. Funnel cakes. Funnel cake and yeah. hammer. And hammer. That's an iconic. Thing yes. to have together, yeah. I like this. Uh, let's move over from music to uh, well, let, let's stick with music for a moment. Um, you don't have to dig into your past, you can dig past, present, or even future. Who would you want to see in concert and give us a venue? Where tough one, tough one. Sorry, tough one. Sorry, you um, can go inter era, you can go Mozart, you can go Beatles, you can go whatever you want, really. You can go current. Because I know some of our people at home, you know, the, the, we get some hip-hop traffic, too. God, this might be a tough one for me. Is it? Yeah, moving on. You're Because you're a parent now, and maybe you like your you kids' know, music. Yeah, you know, my daughter yeah. listens to a lot of Descendants. Yes. I actually hate it. Yeah, yeah, that's part of your job, is to yeah. hate your kids' yeah, music. Yeah, it's really terrible. Yeah. So anything but that. Mm, Descendants. Mm-hmm. Descendants. This is poppy uh, Disney Channel vibe? It is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, my son likes to just call out to Alexa uh-huh. and, you know, bring in crude, um, like the poop song. And, Definitely. You know, He's like really that. young. What He's is he six. like? Okay, really He's young. He's six, yeah. so. Has he started playing yet, tennis? He's not a big tennis guy. Not yet. Not a big tennis guy. He's a, he's a basketball guy. Basketball's a he great game. into the basketball. Yeah. He scored 28 points in his Come on. And he's only rec six. League, his rec league game a couple weeks ago. Congrats, man. I like this. Yes, my daughter's the tennis player. Yeah. He's going to stick with his basketball. Your husband is a basketball guy? or He likes, or, basket. he likes yeah. all sports. All sports, yeah. All sports. Just I know a he's sports a guy. huge Niners Bay fan. Area. Uh, NorCal. Yeah, Warriors. Golden 49ers. State Warriors. Niners, yeah. Yep. A's, I would imagine. A's, Oakland A's, yep. not San Francisco Giants. Nope. Oakland A's. Gotcha, yeah, that's yep. good. How about you? You grew up in Southern Cal. Southern Cal. So, so what, Lakers, up, Dodgers? I grew up going to the Laker games oh, um, wow. with my dad sometimes. When you grew up, it was, what, Kurt Rambis era? Not quite. No, he's a little older. Kurt Rambis, yeah. Really? Uh, well, A.C. Green. A.C. Green. Yep. What a Kareem great... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, really? You remember that? James Worthy. Worthy was remarkable. Yep. What a beard on that, that guy. That 84 team. 84. I remember. Was it 88? I think 80... What year was that? They had some... Uh, they had the battles with, like, Boston, Detroit, all I those had a, East I had teams. a shirt. I had a yeah. shirt that had all their big pop heads on it. You know, the whole team. Oh, I love I remember. It. I'll never forget I love that it. Shirt. Yeah, 80s. Yeah, you remember the movie Fletch? Yep. You were just a little kid for that, but Fletch got to be on the court with some of those guys yep. and dress like them and all that. That was a- it's. It's funny though because I did grow up in LA mm-hmm. in Southern Cal. Um, once I got married, I kind of hopped on the Warriors bandwagon mm-hmm. for a North few Cal years. More. But you know, even this year, they're not doing quite as well. But I'm still, you know, I'm still a fan. I've become a fan. Why not? So- it's a great team with stacked with what twelve amazing players, right? Like deep, uh, not as deep now. Maybe eight. Maybe okay. next year. Next year. Maybe next year. All right. Yeah. Speaking of sport, you're such a sports head. Um, 
we'll we'll go back to pop culture in a sec. Give me your favorite tennis players. You were just at uh, Hobart in Tasmania, Melbourne, Australia for the Australian Open. Yep. As you were there as a coach, you were there representing WTCA, Women's Tennis Coaching Coaches Association. Coaching Association. Coaching Association. Uh, yeah, let's flip back to tennis for a quick moment. Number one, what are you passionate about? Did you enjoy coaching? And who did you enjoy seeing at the uh, at those tournaments in Australia? Yeah, it was really fun. You know, I got to, I'm really enjoying watching the Coco Golf train. Yes. I watched a lot of the qualifying. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I watched some Katie McNally. Yeah. I watched. Doubles partner who serves and volleys a lot. She's from the Midwest, not so From Cincinnati. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but all these young girls coming up, I'm really excited for it. I watched Ann Lee, um, oh, yeah. you know, beat the number one seed in the qualifying in three tough sets. Um, you know, I'm really excited for. Did American she end up? Tennis. Did she end up getting in the main draw? She did. She did. Yeah. She won two more. Yeah. Main draw. Good. Good. Yeah. So yeah. all these young Americans, I'm really excited to watch them. And you know, I think Coco's gonna really go places and Kenan oh. I mean she is a firecracker oh she's remarkable the mover and the feel and the touch and just the competitive spirit yeah. of her yeah. is is really amazing and fun to watch and also you know I really like uh, who did I watch practice a bit that I really enjoyed um Kiki Burton's yeah looking good yes I always uh, uh want Kiki Burton's to play doubles with Elise Mertens just for the rhyming. Yeah. You know, just for the last names. I just I want that to happen Burtons one day. Burtons. Yeah, we need that. The world yeah. needs that. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm really excited for all these young American yeah. girls. Yeah, that's that's uh, neat to hear. What about men's tennis, American or not? Uh, oh, tell us about who you like in men's tennis. Who do I like? Um, I like Roger. Yeah. I'm a Federer. I'm a Federer fan. Yeah. But you know, team looked really strong. And you know, I'm. I've I've always been a Roger fan. Yeah. Um, as we, do, well, a good segue. Roger, he's got the the Barilla sponsorship and the chocolates, and you're a big foodie like Roger is. Yep. Um, if I were to ask you, cooking, drinking, or eating, what's your favorite of the three? Well, it would definitely be eating. It would. I love food. Good. I love good, good food. Good, good food. food. Good food. Has like, to be good food. Tell us about it. What would you make um, or what would you choose uh, if you had a nice dinner party at your home? Well, I love, I love great steak. Yeah. I love great fish. When you say steak, beef or lamb or... Uh, I, love, I love a good New York strip steak. Uh-huh. It's a beef, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, seafood too, huh? Seafood. I yeah. love seafood. I like everything. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like the meats, though. Yeah. Yeah, pro- protein. Salads, yeah. great salad, great protein. Yeah, you've got good stuff in California yep. and, and good seafood that's sort of local. Really good. I yeah. love I love that sea bass. Oh yeah, so good. You know um, the scallops. The, the, the scallops you have fresh abalone you get in Southern California too. We do. We have, yeah. we have so many sushi places. Yeah. And around where I live, and they're all really good. And the menu has things that you don't get everywhere. That's true. Yeah, San Francisco too. But and my experience is more NorCal. But I once uh, harvested. I was about to say caught, but that's the wrong word because you can't really catch an abalone. It's it's sitting there, right? right. But I once uh, grabbed a fresh abalone and cooked it up with a. Wow. With a yeah, that was my probably 
top of the pops of foodie experiences. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was good. This That's was amazing. In, uh, like the northwest coastal part of Marin County where I used to live before I moved down here to Texas. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, we talked a little bit about pop culture and all that, but we didn't get into what about movies, films, uh, or television shows? What would you watch? Uh, and this isn't necessarily with your descendants fan. This is more with your husband like, or, or with some buddies or, or friends so, from tennis. So I, I kind of go full range with this one. You do. I am a huge fan of Shark Tank. Yes. I love Shark Tank. I've seen every single one. And I don't know. I just, I've learned a lot over the years from watching it. Yeah. Like deal making and just like business, like what people, investors don't want to hear. Like I've learned so much from Shark Tank and I just love it so much. Um, my husband hates it, but I love it. Uh, your husband doesn't like it. And he just thinks it's boring. But then I'll see him kind of, oh, what are they trying to do? Yeah, what, are yeah, they what, try, are, what deal are they trying to do? What's the make? idea? Yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. So uh, one of my buddies, in fact, we used to hit all the time. And when he came off the main tour, he went to grad school, and this is six years ago, and uh, one of maybe five years ago, and one of the assignments was a weekly watching on Friday nights of Shark Tank. It was it's part like brilliant. the like the, yep. the act of not just presenting, but how did they come up with that valuation? And sometimes they would discuss it like on a Monday, like did you watch it Friday or did you? you know DVR it and watch well it's Sunday interesting because you know I'm kind of an idea person and I come up with all these ideas yeah, all the time clearly you, you realize that you know from watching Shark Tank and these investors and what they have to say back to people you yeah. go Oh well, that's not investable. Or that's not a business. Yeah. So it's kind of not like, viable. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's kind of trained my brain how to kind of work things into something that is meaning vet vet an idea. Yeah. Like it's helped you vet some ideas. Yeah. I want to throw in a plug for a buddy who's an executive producer. There's going to be a show that is different from Shark Tank. I don't think it'll be quite as high profile, but it's called Fast Pitch, mm. and it'll have a real-time, not really a GoFundMe or Kickstarter component, but it'll have a real-time, let me text in and say that was good, or let me contribute so 20 people's grand. Opinions. People's opinions. Oh, and that. people's dollars, which is kind of cool. So That's folks a great at home, idea. Fun Fast Pitch, yeah. But I also, I just have to say that I yeah. also like any kind of like CIA, spy thriller. Crime. Crime, love it. Oh. International crime, love it. Did you know, and I know you're a big, big part of WTCA, but did you know that the true crime genre, I read recently that it's more than 80% of their audience that is female. Interesting. Did you know that? Interesting. This was new to me. I saw a... Uh, you know Malcolm Gladwell, the guy who wrote Outliers and Tipping Point. Really brilliant guy. He has a... I'm not going to bore the people at home with this, but he has a treatise on uh, true crime, CSI, that kind of stuff. And he also has... A, he'll go Unabomber manifesto style for 20 minutes on Friends. Uh, so I encourage the people at home to look Love that it. up and we'll, you know, maybe next time we connect for a phone call, you can you can clap back at me for the, the Malcolm Gladwell opinions on true crime and things like this. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll tell the folks at home, my favorite part about this was, because uh, you got to give him a little punchline, his idea is to direct one episode of CSI and have it not solved at the end, and it goes completely that awry. That would be amazing. It would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Like, he, he's, like, he's like, I want to... I don't think he said 
punch Dick Wolf in the nads, but it was like that. It was like, I just want to pull the rug out, and that last 30 seconds, it all goes to hell, and doink, doink, you know, and it's like directed by Malcolm, you know, not that Dick Wolf. That would be very yeah, funny. Hilarious. Yeah. I do want to say, though, yeah. on the women's, yeah. on the women's yeah, get, WTCA thing, yeah, please. Um, we're actually having our first all-women's summit in April. Plug so, this. And this is about high-level coaching or general coaching or misfits like this? This is going to be the first of its kind. All women um, in L.A., yeah. so local. Uh, we're going to have it more of like a workshop, like a roundtable-type discussions, ah. but different discussions, so different leaders doing different discussions so the female coaches will get to choose kind of what they're interested in you can name drop first of all i gotta ask what's Shout your out. table gonna well, be i'm doing i'm gonna teach women how to increase their businesses you um, already know your through, subject through home court through Good home stuff. court so i'll teach them how to get on the app i'll teach them how to sign up to be a tennis pal coach i'll teach them how to start their business on a home court um Shout out to Sarah Stone and the WTCA. She's the leader of WTCA. She is the leader. Australian lady. Yep. Uh, very, very good tennis player. Amazing uh, coach. Amazing WTA ideas. tour for a little while, yep. but now coaching. And Alexa. She uh, coaches Alexa Glatch. Who's making a comeback. She is. Late Alexa. 20s, early 30s 30 by now. Years old. 30 even. Crushing at Alexa Glatch. I love it. Glatch, American, uh, big hitter. Uh, you mentioned Canon earlier. Uh, like Kenan. Fiery big hitter, this girl is, yeah, right? Huge backhand. Huge backhand. Huge. Two hands, uh, very round, yep, like not. Just uh, crushes it. Yeah, not the conservative short finish backhand that some people yeah, just go. crushes it. Awesome. Yeah, but Sarah, um, you know, she, this was her, the WTCA was her baby, and her and uh, Ann Grossman oh, is, the, yeah. is the president of WTCA. And um, together, you know, we're going to be putting on this women's summit and just. Any women coaches out there that are interested in being a part of this great networking, Excellent. great topics, um, come to L.A. When is it? April 26th and 27th. Um, we'll, we'll not only list the website, but those dates. April, that's in two, three months. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. So late April, as always, perfect weather, but a good time to get down to Southern California. And where is it in Los Angeles? It's going to be right near LAX. Okay. So you can... If you're flying in close by, so you won't really use courts for it. It's, it's more all, hotel it's conference. In, it's all inside, indoors. Yep, okay, all yeah. indoors. All kind of this roundtable um, yeah. workshop type um, environment. You're expecting people from all over the United States, but what about Canada, UK, anywhere else? I think this one might be a little bit more um, the south, southwest. Okay, a little more local, but regional people, like Texas, Arizona. If people want to come in from anywhere. You yeah. know. I'd, as many people as want to sure, come. I'm sure you'll get some Northern Cal people, San Francisco. But then Berkeley. we do the big one in New York oh, in August. That's the one Billie Jean King yep, was last at. Last year, Billie Jean I, King. I, I didn't get to ask you about that. Tell me about it. What was it like? It was amazing. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. You know, wow. she is such a great speaker. She is such a great person. Um, you know, they showed this video of kind of her life and her career before yeah. she went on stage. And... It was touching, and she made a huge impact, and I think a lot of people came. We had, last year, besides her, we had Kathy Rinaldi, oh, yeah. Leslie. Um, Allen? Allen. Yeah, big name. You know, some really great, uh, Paul Anacone came. Oh, Coney, local guy. I guess he doesn't live over there anymore, but he's from Long Island. So, I think, hopefully this year, you know, we'll have the same, the same bunch, plus a few more. Love it. 
And when is that? Before the U.S. Open or right? That is right before the U.S. Open. A couple Open. days right before. Mm-hmm. Uh, downtown, Midtown, Hyatt or one of those? Unclear where it's going to be. Okay, Last year it any... was out by in Queens okay. at, uh, at a hotel closer to the site because like Pam came over to speak with me on home court and we wanted to make sure that it was yeah. convenient And she's on ESPN every uh, midday and It's night hard too. to go from if you're at the site all Come the way back, back to, to the city. city and then go back up yeah. there. So we wanted yeah. to make it a little bit more convenient for the people who are going to be speaking. Oh, that is great. That is great. Well, Sean, any questions for me or Craig for that matter? Where's Craig? Where's Craig? <laughs> he, he just got back from Melbourne, Australia. He is, uh, you know, he's also a club director, so we got to let him catch up on work and all that. But I will see him uh, tomorrow. We're going to the pink day at the eight, eight, uh, ATP Challenger. Judy speaking. Yeah, that's right. Morning. Judy speaking at 9 something, 9.15, yep. I think. I'll be there. So you'll probably see Craig at the tail end of that, and we'll... We're uh, invited, uh, I guess we're at the Ch- Charles Schwab, Chuck Schwab. We're at the Charles Schwab table, so we'll have some uh, lunch and hopefully watch some good matches tomorrow. Great. Looking and then you fly to back to Los Angeles tomorrow. midday. You're I was done. leaving around 2 o'clock. Oh, 2 o'clock, yeah. 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 Well, Sean, it's been such a pleasure. I will let, uh, through the magic of technology, I'll let our uh, music take us out, and I'll let Craig do the dismount because uh, he wasn't here, but at least he's on the recording. And you guys are awesome. Thank you for listening, everybody. And SVW. Thanks for having me. Wonderful, wonderful having you. Thank you.